another session. Start your day right with the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just give you praise. We exalt you for another time to listen to your word. We exalt you for another time, Father, to live to get to know you better. We thank you, Father, as your word comes forth. It will be a light unto our heart and a lamp unto our feet. Thank you, Father, for your word. We will not return to you void, but we accomplish that which you have sent it for this morning in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Last time I was um, speaking about um, cultivating godly habits and um, I the definition which I said the last time was that um, habit is a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. It's something we do. It's a routine thing you do on a day-to-day -day basis, on a minute-to-minute -minute that if, if you want it that way, something you do and it's a routine practice you, you, know, you do over a period of time and it becomes part of you. It becomes something that, that cannot, you know, cannot be easily broken or something you cannot easily depart from. We talked the last time we talked about um, a thankful heart, having a thankful heart always. We talked about um, staying prayed up, praying at every interval due to the, you know, uh, our means of communication with God. In speaking in tongues is not something that, in that sense, you need to do. You need to have a time for it, but still, in that sense, under your breath at work, in kitchen, wherever, taking a walk strolling during your exercise you can still come in with your father then we talked about and um, confessing staying that is more doing god's word then we talked about staying with god's word which is the final from the you know foundation of our life declaring god's word confessing god's word reading god's word meditating on it um, reading god's word studying god's word talking about it so we're going to continue today i would like to one habit which i'd like us to also cultivate is um discipline trying to put our body under subjection. We have a lot of um, things we need to discipline our body. We have to discipline ourselves, concerning our body, our time, the way we eat, coming to church early or late. We have to put our body under subjection. Galatians 5, 22 to 23. It says, uh, but the fruit of the, of the Holy Spirit, the work which is present within accomplished is love, joy, gladness, peace, patience, and even temper, forbearance, kindness, goodness, benevolence, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness, humility, self-control, self-restraint, consistence. Against such, there is no what law that can bring a chain, a charge. So we, you know, as Christians, we need to bring our body under subjection. When we are fasting, we have to bring our body under subjection. We need to cultivate the habit of bringing our body under subjection. Because, you know, this, it, it, but if you leave your body not, you know, if you don't bring it under subjection, number one, you'll be able to manage your timing. Number two, you'll be able to do majorly things. You just keep procrastinating. You just keep, you know, doing things hazardly. Bringing your body under subjection needs to, we need to control our body into obedience to God's word, into obedience to family, culture, into obedience to church ordinances, into obedience to, you know, your office. You know, these are the things, just like you're, you're meant to come to the office at 8 o'clock. No matter wherever you are, you know you have to be there at 8. 
you have to bring your body under that subjection. Even if you, you read or you study to three, four, your mind is your spirit, your mind is already ticking. You have to be in the office by eight o'clock. So matter what, wake up on time and get to the office. Same with church. We know church starts nine. We have to bring our body under subjection and come to church early. So it's good as a child of God, as Christians, that we bring our body under subjection, attending church program. We bring our body under subjection, ensuring that our body don't, don't allow any other thing to take, you know, opportunities that comes, take ordinance over what you know it's right to do. You can set time, bringing your body, you know, cultivate it, set time. You can, you know, you can tell somebody to be, you'll be accountable to somebody. You can even call somebody, oh, please call me in case I forget or in case I'm not able to do what I need to do. You can also ask the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is another perfect person that can assist you in helping you, bringing your body under subjection because it has helped me along. Even when I sleep, I say, Holy Ghost, please, I need to wake up this time. I need to do this. Or I'm fasting and I'm like, Holy Ghost. Once they declare fasting, I say, ah, Father God, I don't think I'll be able to do it. But please, Holy Spirit, you have to assist me in doing this fasting. And truly, within your mind, you will he always assist. The Holy Ghost always gives me that internal strength to be able to do it. So if we have, if we cultivate this habit, it will help us go a long way in our lives and in our relationship with God and with men. Another part with um, another thing which I would like to also talk about is meditation. This is another crucial part of our life. According to the definition of meditation in the Bible, generally it said is to mutter or speak quietly. Mutter or speak quietly to yourself. Psalm 1 verse 1 to 2. It says, blessed, happy, fortunate, prosperous and enviable is the man who walks and lives not in the counsel of the ungodly, following their advice, their plans and purposes, nor stands submissive and inactive in the path where sinners work, nor sits down to relax and rest where the scornful and the mockers gather. But his delight and desire are in the law of the Lord and on his law, the precepts and instructions, the teachings of God, he habitually meditates, ponders, and studies by day and by night. Ponders, and that is think over it. Meditate on God's word. Mutter it under your breath. Declare it to yourself. Think about it. The scripture says, habitually meditate. Even Joshua, even, you know, in Joshua 1.8, if you can remember, he says, you think over it, how to cultivate this. You, you can get a scripture, especially if it's a scripture you like. You know, there are some scripture that just strikes you, strikes, a, you know, consign a particular thing you have been believing God for. Or you, you just decide to say, oh, I want to believe God for this and just find the scripture that, that suits it. And you just keep reading it. By the time you're reading it over to yourself and you're declaring it, Reading it over to yourself, just like Joshua 1 is like I was saying, if you want to go about it, you say, the book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth, but I shall meditate on it day and night, that I may observe and do accordingly to all that is written in it. For in then I shall make what my way prospered, and then I shall deal wisely and have great success. You repeat it over 
and over to yourself. You think about it. You say, oh, you just be wondering, okay, if I meditate on this God's word, oh, it's, and we prospered. Why? Because God's word will direct you. It will make your path straight. You know, you just keep thinking about it. Open, um, what's it called, dictionary, to find some definition. Reading it in other translations. By the time you keep saying it, you'll be muttering it to yourself as you're working as you're moving, as you're going to the White House, doing anything, just any opportunity you have, you just keep declaring it. These things just stick to you. And before you know it, it seeps into your spirit. And before you know it, your working is a day-to-day habit which you, you, know, you have cultivated. Why? Because you have decided in your heart of heart that you really need to step up in your spirituality, in your relationship with God and with man too. Another one which I would like to talk about, which we need to cultivate, it's evangelism. Right now, the church, it's, um, it's on the campaign of we going out and speaking to people about Christ. But most especially, it is God's mandate to us as Christians, as believers. That's what we should tell people about Jesus and the finished work of Christ on the cross of Calvary. Mark 16, 15 says something. It says, then Jesus said to them, go to all people everywhere in the world. Tell God's good news to everyone. This is clearly what an important component of being a believer. This is our core assignment, our core mission, which God has entrusted in our hands to go and tell people what Jesus has done for us, for us and for them. We telling people about Christ, we have to cultivate the habit of doing this. If 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 you don't have um, um if you don't have the ability to go forth uh, and tell people, or you you know you are shy or something, you can ask somebody that you know has vibrant of telling people about Christ. You can just say, please, can you can I go with you? Or you can pray with somebody. You can also ask for bold. You can pray over boldness and the spirit to be able to minister to people. There are times you, you, you know, when you're talking to people, it's not like, oh, you must be born again. There are some people you might just need to, like, come through advice, come through counseling, come through gisting. You can tell people about your testimony, what you were doing, how you were before, and what has changed, why, why you so believe in where you are, why is yours the, the, the only way to God. You know, these are ways you can cultivate the habit of ministering to someone about Jesus. Of, you know, telling people that, oh, Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comment unto God, but except through him, Jesus. You can align yourself with church programming too. I know, uh, going out, stepping out, when church, when, when, when the pastorate announces, oh, we have evangelism, you don't shy away. You come out with boldness and meet with somebody that can, as you watch how they are going about it. Do it. And um, something again is anywhere you are, you just have one or two discussion. Make people know who you are. Make your stand known. It's a habit. But if you keep cowarding or keep keeping quiet, you you know you the day you want to tell them about Christ, they just look at you like seriously. Are you really a Christian or where are you coming from? But when you keep one way, you chip in in the office, you chip out in the market, you chip. You know you just keep declaring who you are, and so that by the time you want to talk about Christ, they they already know who you are. They now know. This one are Christian, this one are born again. And in fact, uh, that's who this person is. So something else I would like to talk about, another habit which we need to cultivate 
is our communication with our believer, with one another, with our brethren. We should not forsake the assembling of the brethren. That's what the scripture says. Acts 2 tells us something. It says, all believers were together and they had everything in common. They were selling their possessions and goods. They shared with anyone who was in need. With one another, they continued to meet daily in the temple courts and to break bread from house to house, sharing their meals with gladness and sincerity of heart, praising and enjoying the favor of all the people. This is another habit we need to cultivate. When the enemy wants to strike, he always ensures that person is alone. He always ensures that person is not in the company of where he or she can get advice or help. So the Bible has already declared that we should not forsake our, the assembly where, you know, from where we believe, from our kingdom. Don't separate yourself. There are different avenues you can use to you know, associate yourself to form these habits, avenues of prayers, avenues of body group, avenues of church units you can join, where you can be a blessing. You know, these are avenues of you not forsaking the assembly of the brethren. Because when you come, you bring your part. I bring my part and we are blessed. When you are troubled, you raise your prayer points and we come together and rally and pray. When you are hungry, People there will, no matter what, they will, we know because we relate to it one another and we will bless you. It's not a crime for someone to bless you when you're hungry. It's not a crime for someone to lift you up when you're down. No, it is not. It's even what God wants us to do. To what? Encourage one another as we see the day, you know, coming. You can, you know, it's also another venue where you'll be accountable to people. Where somebody will knock on you and say, Alpha, what's, 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 what's happening? You know, in prayer, you know, in unit, there are some prayer units that you say, when you pray today, you clock in. That's, you know, it makes you accountable. That I've not prayed today. No matter how your day is, your mind will just be ticking. There's something I meant to, oh, you have not prayed, you have not prayed, I've not clocked in. It keeps you accountable. Like, seriously, your relationship with God will now grow because you're, not only are you relating with God, but you're also growing. You're also knowing God better. You're also knowing how to relate with people because such environment makes you to be able to relate with people, be able to learn how to, how to navigate through the affairs of this world. Because actually, there are also people with different characters, different behaviors in the body. So in that environment, you'll be able to learn how to also relate well, how to socialize, how to engage, how to be of help, how to pray. You know, it's one of the habits that I just believe God that we all will learn to cultivate. When you're going to miss your body, call your leader, talk to your leader, be coaches, be tell people, oh, my unit leader, I won't be able to come to church today. Talk to people. You know, it helps you just cultivate some aspect of your lives very well. So uh, it's one of the habits which I would like every one of us to cultivate. And those of us who are already in it, do more, stretch out more, reach out more to those you don't see. Reach out more to those, you know, that look seemingly like, oh, they are not around. Where are they? Who, what's happening? How are you? How are you faring? Taking care of one another. Ensuring one another it's, you know, it's, it's okay. Not feeling that, oh, we, you know, there's something I learned when I was in school. That, you know, once in a while, you just call your pastors, 
and ask them, sir, how were you? I remember in, in fellowship that we used to think that, oh, our pastors, they're there, they're spiritual. But at times, they just need a word of encouragement. At times, when they preach, they need to hear feedbacks. At times, when you, you know, testimonies are read, this is how it's happening. Oh, Pastor Uti, oh, Pastor Ba, oh, this, you know, there are times this was to need us to also come and gist and, you know, find out how they are faring. Also, our unit leader, there are times also those ones to need our own encouragement. So, you know, all these things that we're talking about this morning, it all boils down to be habits we need to cultivate, to be able to be a better Christian, to have a better relationship with our father and with one another. Another thing we're going to talk about is being a good steward of that resources which our father has placed in your hands. Every one of us has resources, resources of your time, resources of your finances, resources of your health, resources of your talent. In Matthew chapter 25, 2021, it says something. And he who has what received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Yeah, I have made five talents more. His master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. This is a talent. Every one of us has a talent. You have a flair for something. Be accountable with that talent. Money which God has placed in your hand. How far? Are you the type that you have, you know, some people say, I'm very impulsive when I spend. I'm like, seriously, impulsive? Yes, you can cultivate the habit of cutting down a lot of things. You can, there's an app that, you know, you can download of how to budget yourself, how to see the way, what you spend each day. This, this habit, my father instilled it in us when we were growing up in the sense that when we went to school, my father gave us diary. He will always say, I write every day how much you spend. I used to think, ah, Dad, how far? But over the years, I do it consciously or unconsciously. I just write it in my book. This, 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 I've spent so, so, so. And I say, hey, and I'll be looking and say, ah, you have overspent in this area. No, 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 no. You need to cut down this. But now, thank God, there are apps. So I don't need to be writing it. All I need to do, open my app. I have it on my sister, on my phone. I just key in everything I've spent for the day. And that helps me to be able to monitor where I have overspent, so where I have understood, where I need to adjust in my day-to-day, -day, in giving, even when I give, every month, every year, I have my list. Oh, you need to give, be a blessing to so-so-so. Um, it helps you to plan your, your finances, plan your life, plan everything, even concerning your talents, concerning your to-do list. You have to have a to-do list. That helped me at work to be able to write, oh, this morning, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. It's also another way of managing your time. Oh, I'm yet to pray. Okay, from this time to this time, I have to pray. From this time to this time, I have to rejoice. From this time to this time, I have to stay God's word. Oh, okay, as I'm working, as I'm exercising, as I'm doing this, let me just, you know, take this opportunity to channel God's word, you know. Managing your time, watching of tellies, managing your time, reading of books, managing your time, because God will surely inquire of us of all this. Our talents, 
our health, our body. Hmm. You know, when I, I used to wonder, you know, when I go to the village, I used to wonder, ah, how did this, what happened to this person that this person's body is like this when at this age? It was this time I realized that accumulation of what we have been doing from childhood, it will knock on our door when we are older. So I'm, I'm encouraging every one of us, the resources, your body is part of the resources God has given unto us. We have to cultivate the habit of exercising, cultivate the habit of eating well, cultivate the habit of, of drinking things that will not cause harm, but rather be beneficial to our body because this body is what we have, we are putting on on this earth that will allow us to stay longer on this earth. So we have to ensure that this body is what? Is healthy. This body is top notch. Managing our finances. We have to manage our finances. It's another venue which God has given to you to be a blessing to men and also to push the gospel forward. Another variable, another, you know, habit which I would like us to talk about is working in love. We have to learn to work in love. For God so loved the world, we know that scripture, that he gave. He gave ability to give. We have to learn to be able to accommodate one another. It's also a key component in, you know, in our ability to be able to receive anything we have to receive. Why? Because our nature is love. God so loved us that he gave us his son. You don't have anything in yourself that you don't have the ability to do. You have, God has given you that ability to love. He has given you that ability to be able to stretch out your arm of love to someone and you can do that how how do you cultivate it staying with god's word getting the scripture of you walking in love with people staying with it there are some people you just see i can remember those days there are some people you just you just like you just get angry unnecessarily once they talk your your, your mind you start playing you once you and you you realize that know that your love thermometer has decreased. Just work on yourself. Work on yourself. Staying with God's word. Declaring it. I love this person. Father, I mean, I walk in love towards this person. Your, my nature is love. You keep declaring it. You see, the enemy is out there to fight us. At total nail. Anyhow, any which way. For us not to be able to progress. For us not to be able to receive what belongs to us rightfully, our benefits in Christ Jesus. So he will put off every little thing, cause you to hate people, cause you to walk in anger, cause you to do all sorts. It's now on your own onions to stand against such. And you can only stand against that by staying with God's word, by declaring it to yourself, by telling yourself, I walk in love. Father, I love this person. I do not, because there are some people like that. I walk in love towards these people. I, you keep declaring it. And before you know it, before you know it, you start walking in love towards the person. It happened. It happened to me. I have done it. So it is, it is doable. It is doable. Another thing which I would like us to cultivate is the habit of giving to God and to men, honoring our pastors. I was talking with um, my HUD and I, I, I told her, I said, ah, I remember those days, you know, in, a, in my Anglican church, 
cactizing. Hmm. You cannot go cactizing without you coming to work. You will work your eye with vision. You work for the priest. You will do all sorts. You, you will know that you actually work. You will sow your time. You will sow your strength. You will sow your money. You will sow all. You will be a blessing. I said, so this is something we need to cultivate. Giving and honoring our pastors. Honoring those who we, you know, we even honoring one another. It, it's not when you have um, too much, um, what is it called, finances. They, anything, it just goes a long way. There's a sister fellowship that I tell you, they always do love in action. They will package, it can be soap. As, as these people are, they are not like people who are any millions. They will wrap the soap, eh? the way they will so do it. Ah, it's when you get to your number, ah, so you soap these people wrap with soap, with Weeping, everything, don't just wrap it. It might be almost soap, it might be tea soap, it might be bread, it might be anything. Yeah, what they're trying to just display is that I just love this is what I have. This is the level which I can do, just like the, the widow with the little mind she had. This is what I have. Let me just be a blessing to you and just bless you with it. And you know, it brings joy in your heart, it just gladdens you. The same thing goes. We are all humans, our pastors are humans. Our leaders are humans. You two are human. So don't expect every time to be on the give me, 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 give me session. Be on the giving, giving, giving. Because already the scripture says it is blessed to be a giver than to than to receive. It is blessed for you to give out, to be a blessing to people, either in gifts or in your time or in your labor, anything. Just don't be there to bless and honor as the servant of God. This is a very crucial, you know, I can't overemphasize this aspect for us to be a blessing, for us to honor the, our pastors and honor our leaders and honor ourselves. Because when you treasure ourselves, it goes a long way. We'll not have time for backbiting. We'll not have time for gossiping. We'll not have time to pull down the other or to be jealous of any other person. But rather, you just continue to think in your mind, how do I make this person better? How do I be a blessing to this person? How do I help this person? How do I go? You know, it just, just helps you to just go ahead and be that with God has already placed in your heart to be. We have to walk in, <clears throat> excuse me. Then the last, which I'm just going to talk about is consistency. You have to be consistent with all this for you to be able, for you to be able to get the benefits of all these habits. You have to consistently do it over a period of time so that your system and your body and everything within you will just adapt to it and it becomes your working day-to-day -day activities and affairs. You have to be consistent, staying with the word, you have to be consistent. Being thankful, you have to be consistent. It's not something you do today and you give up. If you give up, it's just like you just go back to, 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 to line one. I remember when, when, when I was young and my mom would like, you have to take this medicine, especially when, when I was sick. She'd be like, you have to take this medicine. I said, hey, mom, she'd be like, if you don't take it, if you sleep it today, it is, you just start all over again. The circle has been broken. So you just start all over again. I'm like, wow. And truly, truly, that's how it is. If you break any, and you're not consistent over a period of time, it will just you just go back. 
and it will be more difficult. Those of us that do, you know, slimming down, we know how it is. Once you have done over a period and you slack, hey, it will be more difficult. You now need more energy, more encouragement, more push to now start. How much more? All these habits, which would be beneficial to each and every one of us. All these habits are for us to be able to cultivate. It's for us to be able to do it on a day-to-day basis. It is, you know, it will significantly increase a healthy relationship between God and man at the same time. And we endure just to continue in it and not allow this word, the world, to what? Freeze out this habit from our lives in the name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you for your word. We say thank you, mighty God, as we're listening that your word, Lord Father, will, will be a doer of your word and not hearer only in the name of Jesus, thank you for the grace to be able to do your word. Thank you for your grace to be able to walk in the light of faith in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God. As we go forth today, Lord, we pray, mighty God, that the grace to be able to stay with your word, confess your word, meditate on your word, walk, be a lover to people, honor people, respect people, meditate on your word. Father, we just say thank you because day to day your grace will help us to be able to achieve this habit in our day-to-day lives in the name of Jesus. Say thank you, Father God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Do have a blessed day. Thank you.